This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Gamefly. Go and get a free month of Gamefly on your pals at Laser Time by going to GameflyOffer.com slash LaserTime. That's a free 30 days of Gamefly. Whatever a laser time can. Welcome to a very fantabulous episode of Laser Time this week, and it is really fun because we are absolutely talking about. Oh, I haven't heard that sound in a while. I can stop using my announcer voice. I think. Hi. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that. Welcome to Cape Crisis. No, no. It's happening. But it might as well be, because uh, we just saw Spider-Man Homecoming, and the second segment of the show will be a very spoilerific uh, look at that film. Not necessarily review, but like feverish live man-baby reactions. Mm -hmm. Uh, My tits are sweating in the video on YouTube. But before that, we wanted to do a no-spoiler look at that. This is Laser Time, the Internet's seventh leading pop culture show. Each week, we we pick a topic and do a bunch of research, and I say we... And by that I mean just Henry this week. I'm Grisantista, but and that's Bob Mackey. I'm Spider-Man expert Bob Mackey. I'm on this <laughs> show because I know so much about Spider-Man. I love every Marvel movie, and uh, I read a lot of comic books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you you're on the show because of Patreon.com/slash Talking Simpsons. Thanks, too. boys. Well, no, um, yes. I mean, uh, I did like Bob coming with us to the movie because. He felt like the canary in the coal mine to me. Yeah. I'm just like, well, I'm having to explain this reference to Amazing Spider-Man number 33 because you shouldn't need to know that to <laughs> enjoy Spider-Man. And, and Bob is also here to that. be attacked when he says something completely objective, <laughs> like an objective flaw with a movie. You just didn't see the other five. I did I did mean that in a comedic way, Bob. I understand, I Henry. I, I'm sorry. You, you have a full, like, non-sleeping day of Marvel movies to catch up on, Bob. <laughs> oh, God, God, I can't answer. wait. Uh, no, they're like three hours apiece. I love yeah. that the movie was two hours long. Yeah, thank I, God. And, uh, but anyway. Yes, I'm so I, happy about that. But we're here to talk about Spider-Man. Henry and I are uh, huge Spider-Man fans. You're wearing a Spider-Man shirt. I have a Spider-Man wallet behind me. Uh, he was one of the first characters I really gravitated to. But we're not here to talk about the origins of Spider-Man. But one of the really fascinating things, why this movie's a big deal, mm-hmm. is because how hard it was to get a Spider-Man in the MCU. Ooh. But Big B... Getting Spider-Man on this screen to begin with. Hollywood yes. dirt, I'm here. It I'm is ready. Hollywood it dirt is. because really like is. Spider-Man is Marvel's Superman and mm. it took fucking years he for is, this to happen. He is the jewel in the crown and yeah. I And he's, I, and he's semi-lost as a result of this. It's It was 20 years to get a Spider-Man movie made for real. It was actually, well, from creation to release it was 40 years, but mm. it was 20 years of trying to make a Spider-Man film. So I'm sure you'll go into it, it, but like I thought reading a Stan Lee biography like he mm. left Marvel to s- exclusively peddle Spider-Man in yes, Hollywood it's all he wanted to do yeah. and like yeah I was I want to make movies big I, movies I was pulled into Marvel comics and all comics and Spider-Man mm. by a Spider-Man cartoon first I watched yeah. the there was the series Amazing Spider-Man which was a solo show of mm-hmm. the early 80s and there was also Spider-Man's Amazing Friends and he was just so colorful and cool I just yeah. loved it and then you buy comics and that's that's always the way it works. Like you need media, like a movie or mm-hmm. a TV show, to get you to do it. I, I was sort of the opposite. I never saw any of the Spider-Man cartoons. I saw yeah. I saw Superman and Batman, nineteen sixty-six. Adam Pure West. <laughs> that got me into like, oh, I love this. Oh shit! There's a whole medium where these things exist all the time. <laughs> and my friend got me into Fantastic Four and X-Men. And I later in this, but the second I picked up a, an older Spider-Man, it was like. 
why do I like this more? Mm. And it duh, obviously now that Spider-Man is a younger character and his yeah. prob- his problems outside of being Spider-Man are my own, and mm-hmm. I gravitated to him immediately. He his comics I can consistently read and enjoy. Yeah, um, Spider-Man always speaks to me of like he he has self confidence issues. He's he funny. also he's funny. He uses that as a crutch for his problems. He also mm-hmm. not Nate Ben Grimm. Oh, why I oughta. Uh, ben Grimm is too depressed. Sometimes. <laughs> I kind of but that, I, that I grew up reading like the really dumb. Marvel's attempted humor, like yeah. God, that kid, I'm gonna kill him one day. And like that's not that, Spider Man actually has funny quips. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I when oh. I was growing, sorry, Bob. I was gonna say, what is the general take on the the '90s Fox series? Because I uh, I am not anti superhero. I just there's nothing in that that really interests me personally. But mm-hmm. I watch Batman because it was a well animated show. Yeah. I'm an animation fan. The uh, I, animated series, 92? animated series, yeah. yeah. And it's TAS, very well written and everything. But then mm-hmm. the Spider Man cartoon comes on. I was like, okay, maybe I'll try this out. Oh, it's ugly bald. as sin. Yes, that theme sucks. Do people actually like that? People have nostalgia for it because yeah. it was it, not as much X Men way. More so, it, uh, yes, but it it was so cheap. They reused animation all the time in we, the middle of episodes. We we we, we watched one last year. It's on Patreon.com/slash/LaserTime of the first time Spider-Man and Captain America teamed up on the show, and I couldn't believe yeah. how bad that animation it, was. Yeah. It was the mid '90s, and like. Simpsons and Animaniacs are on. Mm. You you reused the same sequence three times, like <laughs> yes. almost in a row. I forgot it was that bad. It, it was that cheap because but, the X Men was jittery and like out was, of scale. But, it was also cheap, but in a different way. But it was it was coherent. I think at the time the X Men, we were all enraptured yeah. with the X Men. Yeah. Uh, but yes, the, I, I I don't know why I watched the first episode of the Spider Man cartoon and I just mm. never went back to it. But I think mm. I might have been a little too old at that point. But with when, but that was all. He was in all these animated series. He was it, the logo. <laughs> For Marvel Animation, yes. who weren't even animating their own properties, they were. Yeah. It's well, the, the Muppet did, Babies. They Muppet Babies start, ended with that. They did start with Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends in the early '80s, but then they got more into Transformers and Muppet Babies and GI mm-hmm. Joe. That became it made more money. It's so for them. strange. It's so strange. But so the thing with Spy, uh, I was a big Spider-Man fan of those cartoons, and when the cartoon was on. Every once in a while, you read a rumor. This was before the internet, kids, and nah. you just read a rumor in Wizard Magazine oh, yeah. that says some guy says a Spider-Man movie will come out next year, Sin- and that's all you'd hear for yep. a year. Cinescape says James Cameron is signed on to do two <laughs> Spider-Man films. Really? Yeah. Will somebody else tell me this? Oh, the James Cameron. There's no internet, but it, but it made no sense to me, and I never followed it, and even. Even until I did this research, mm-hmm. I didn't truly know how complicated it was. Mm. And so I finally figured it out. And oh boy. I am going to tell the world. Take us down this path. How it took 40 years for there to be a <laughs> Spider-Man movie. And how it took 70 years for him to appear in a movie with other fucking Marvel yes, characters. Yeah, it, it did. It so, just happened. We just saw it. I know. Oh, and, and it involves it involves a lot of, of Hollywood's elite and also the, its biggest clowns. All right. So without stuff. further ado, the story of Spider-Man swing to the screen. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> just, just as a baseline for years here, August 1962, that is when Spider-Man was created by Stanley and Steve Ditko at Amazing mm-hmm. Fantasy 15. There would be an animated series in 1967, but the first live action Spider-Man would not be until September 14th, 1977. Two years previous, the Wonder Woman TV show had premiered, and the Hulk show was coming soon after, so superheroes on TV had a new boon coming on. And so... This premiered on TV. So ABC was like, 
well, we need our own superhero show too. And Stanley's like, well, I got something here for you. <laughs> and it's so they cast Nicholas Hammond in the lead role as Spider Man in a made for TV movie mm. that is released theatrically overseas. So technically, because the Americans say they don't know no better. <laughs> and, and it is Marvel produced it. But Columbia distributed it worldwide. And you need to know that, too, because Columbia, from the beginning of Spider-Man, they're like, we need our own James Bond. They were thinking that in 77. They're like, we need a James Bond, and Spider-Man can be it. That is how much Columbia slash Sony cares to own Spider-Man. Yeah. It was that long. But so they distributed there. and Is that a Sony company? uh, Yes. (laughs) I couldn't tell. (laughs) But so, yeah, they made... made that and they did one season of a show and it wasn't really very good at all mm. spider-man wears his web shooters and belt outside of his costume mm-hmm. the costume's okay and it's also famous for like well how does spider-man climb walls we turn the camera sideways and make a guy walk yeah, up something. batman 66 style exactly but uh here's the commercial for it the world's favorite comic book hero followed by 84 million readers a year now he comes alive For the first time on the screen, you'll see it all. The spectacular adventures of the amazing Spider-Man. So great. That's the Wonder Woman theme. Too. Yeah, like, it is. I, I like the web shooting is a reverse, uh, reverse, uh, reversing the image of the, the someone yeah. swinging a rope onto something. That Sorry. is beautiful. Good talk. And as 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 someone who's grown, been, been fortunate enough to grow up as the internet grew up, like mm-hmm. I remember reading about this, and we didn't. We weren't able to see this, and then all of a sudden, Marvel.com one day is like, we got it back. Yeah, it was, it's, it was free streaming on Marvel for a while. It was one of my, it was one of the, my first exposure to Spider Man because there was a VHS just of the pilot yeah. as the Spider Man movie, and, which again was a total lie. A total lie, but in case you, it's just funny to mention that, that what Comic Con was was a place to go buy comics and meet comic creators and also buy bootlegs on yes. failed shit like this yeah. that someone bothered to make and Marvel didn't sell. Yeah, that's how you got the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, exactly. And Marvel got a ton of use out of that costume. They would reuse it in press stills all the time. They're like, anytime from 77 to like 95, if you saw a Spider-Man costume in a, on a real-life dude in mm-hmm. a Marvel thing... I'm Spider-Man, buy War Bonds. <laughs> uh, so... They make that. Then they also license it to Toei in Japan yes. for uh, the Leopardon Spider-Man show, which was like the original Power Rangers. And clips yeah. of that are awesome. They're yeah, amazing. Right. He has a he has a flying car. Uh, he has a flying car. He has a giant <laughs> robot. Uh, he fights giant <laughs> monsters. He shoots people. He uh, <laughs> with guns. He, he, has, mm-hmm. he picks up a Tommy gun in one scene. So. Cut to 1985. 1985. In, Finally, I'm born. <laughs> in in a very gray area. Wait right one now. second. I would, we'll get back oh, to yes. 1985 in just one second. We've got to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more of Spider-Man's swing and trip to the silver screen. Today's Spidey-tastic episode of Laser Time is brought to you by the lovely folks at Gamefly. And once again, I am letting you guys know you can go get a free month, and that's all the games you can play 
at uh, GameFlyOffer.com slash LazerTime. What is GameFly? They got a billion or, you know, a couple thousand uh, video games to, to choose from. It works like Netflix. You you make a little queue. They send you out what you want in order of what how when you want it fastest. You play it as long as you want. Send those games back as many times as you can within a month and try a whole month for free. Haven't had a chance to play Resident Evil 7. Uh, the Insane Crash Trilogy Remaster, Mass Effect Andromeda, Persona 5. They've got all the games from Wii U, Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch, 3DS, and even PS Vita. Plans start as low as $15.95 a month, uh, so if you're the kind of person who's sick of paying too much for games and getting burned by the bad ones, maybe Gamefly would be right for you as it costs about as much a year as two games. And guess what? Right now you can go to GameflyOffer.com slash LazerTime and try out a free 30 days. If you don't like the service, just go ahead and cancel. And just remember, they also have movies now. like laser time shows then you might like bonus time laser time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time here's a taste of what you've been missing yeah i got i showed up there with like 40 minutes before my flight just like eight steps i'm through <laughs> i'm through security it was mm. so easy though this was the first time it's ever happened to me i bought a swiss army knife i was just feeling like it I, <laughs> what so i bought amazon, it amazon gold uh, box okay. i'm calling it right now if you want to hear the actual reason it was because it was on sale and it so was, what and and it was right after it was right after the election i was thinking like oh, i need a knife in case the world's over what? which is what? a stupid what? thing a tiny I, knife the nra has know. plans on you can see the facebook video no, right it's now not a knife stab to you s- with my wine bottle no opener. it's not a knife to stab people it's a tool it's a tool mm. and it's I a survival it. tool mm. Get open but wine with it. it. Was, it's the worst version of all those tools. <laughs> I wasted money. It's true, but but <laughs> I not our Henry. But I put it in my I put it in my backpack and hadn't flown since <laughs> I got it in November, and oh, so wow. I actually made it. Th- I didn't know why. I forgot I had it. I made it to Long Beach with it in there, and nobody caught it in our wonderful TSA. But when I flew back, that is when they caught it, and they're just like. You can put this in your car if you want. I was like, just just throw, just throw it away. Just throw, <laughs> throw it away. <laughs> Goodbye, $20. <laughs> Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. Players of Time, second segment. All aboard! Let's go! Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, any size, catches seeds, just like flies. Look out! Here comes the Spider-Man! Is he strong? Going back in with the 70s. Spider-Man theme song. You should. You will have to know that by the time you get to the end of the show. Yes. It's one of the best. I think the best theme song for any superhero ever. Oh yeah, I like it more than Batman. Yeah. Uh, okay, so 1985. It's 1985. We have had only Japanese yes. and uh, a one made-for-TV pilot slash movie. Yeah. So via Columbia. 
right before 1985, in a very gray area of years, I couldn't exactly find out, Roger Corman actually had the movie rights to Spider-Man, <laughs> along with Fantastic Four. Was this was was 1985 during one of their broke periods? Well, it, this was before 85, but it's just when they undervalued all of it. Yeah. So, but in 85... Yes, in case you... Like, that is important, though, that Spider-Man's rights changing hands falls hand in hand with like the rise and fall of Marvel stock yes. as a company Marvel which is they have booms and they have these periods of like near bankruptcy multiple mm-hmm. of them in my lifetime I mean Marvel had no clue what Spider-Man was worth to say like in 85 Canon Films gets the rights mm-hmm. for $225,000 holy shit oh my god that's it like that's- if you walk into a bank right now and told somebody you had the rights <laughs> to Spider-Man in a Marvel like notarized paper everybody would give it to you yes <laughs> and it covers it was for five Five years. It was they could make a Spider-Man film between eighty-five and ninety for that much. And, and money. we talked about that shit a ton on thirty twenty ten because in nineteen eighty-six and eighty-seven, Canon Films is the biggest mm-hmm. thing ever. We have pimped the Netflix documentary Electric Boogaloo a thousand yes. times. They were known as the House of Chucks, Chuck Norris, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Charles <laughs> and, Bronson, and they slowly like didn't really buy their way into legitimacy but they would no. occasionally like paste alone a ton of money or do a prestige Othello movie but then eventually mm-hmm. at the same time held the rights to Superman and Spider-Man so they did all this dirty stuff coming up in the 80s but then by 85 they're like we want to make a Superman movie we mm. want to make a Stallone movie and we want to make a Spider-Man movie and be legitimate it was especially a big dream of Menachem Golan one of the two owners of the company Golan Globus. And, of Golan Globus mm-hmm. and he first tagged Toby Hooper of Texas James on that would have been awesome to be the director but life force invaders from mars that guy making a spider-man film but as would be revealed by the producers who had worked on the film they never made golan originally thought spider-man was like wolfman as in a guy who transforms (laughs) into a spider by an evil what's happening to me it was and that was the script he asked for it was uh and so cut to 1986 Stan Lee's not happy with that Wolfman script. I can't imagine. My spider sense is tingling. Everybody get away! <laughs> uh, but so, but meanwhile, Canon is having some very expensive movies with Spider, with Superman 4, He-Man, and Over the Top. Yeah, after Superman 3 failed at the box office, it's, a, it's difficult to believe that Warner Brothers gave so little shit mm-hmm. about Superman. They gave it to a ragtag third-party company. <laughs> Like Canon Films, and as you, if you've seen that movie, it's a mm. giant budget cut. It turns Ugh. what was a prestige tentpole effects film into a total B movie mm. with Christopher Reeve in it. It's sad. So then Toby Hooper leaves the project, mm. and Invasion USA director Joseph Zito she, comes. No, on. no I, way. Yeah, that movie. Yeah, okay. And so in his script, it is an origin story where Spider-Man's origin is tied to Doctor Octopus, who is the main villain of the film, and Mary Jane is the love interest. Golan also rewrites it some, which gets his name on the credits, which will stay on it throughout this entire process. Really, Golan is trying to sell the film to get money, mm-hmm. but it's a film that is actually definitely not going to be made mm-hmm. yet, but he needs to fake it. So this is the trailer that Canon Films made just for investors. This is to sell them on a Spider-Man movie that's totally being made. So like a trailer that maybe the public wasn't even supposed to see. Yeah, it was just a show in a dark room in Cannes Film Festival in 1986. So yeah, here's the trailer. Within this unsuspecting city, history's greatest experiment creates tomorrow's greatest superhero, Spider-Man the Movie. A live-action spectacular directed by Joe Zito, based on the characters created by Stan Lee. 
And like, look fuck at that. That's no Steve Dick. Look at the size of that logo. It, well, it's it's very Superman. One of the most mm-hmm. expensive sequences yeah. in Superman is the fucking title sequence. Yeah, it's pretty uh, shiny. <laughs> well, if you but that's but treating Spider Man like Superman. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that with my own eyes. Yeah, I've heard it with my own he, ears. He's giving it so much prestige with Spider Man needs, but mm-hmm. it's so that is so go on too. Just like, see, we're making this movie, so you want to get the rights to it? Maybe that's crazy because <laughs> it just it does have bombastic music, but the clip is just like literally a still of a guy doing a web pose. Mm-hmm. And that being 80s acid trip <laughs> trailer morphed and a dude standing on a logo. That's all that it is. <laughs> so, all right. But then there are production problems, which they explain in this deleted scene from uh, from Electric Boogaloo. They cut down Spider-Man's budget from about $20 million, which is pretty healthy, down to about seven. And after ha- having put a year, year and a half of his life in it, Joe Zito just threw up his hands. I can't make that picture for $7 million. Um... So you just shrugged and said, yeah, okay, well, you're going to get Michael Dudikoff in a Spider-Man suit, and uh, it's not going to be worth a crap. <laughs> so, yes. Wow. Like it. Holy, an abandoned movie. Yeah, so that's, that is 1987. They cut the budget, Zito quits, and the very sad Michael Dudikoff, who was the star of American Ninja, yeah. he... He's in the Electric Boogaloo movie saying, like, they told me I'd be Spider-Man. I was going to be Spider-Man. <laughs> if I he, just did American Ninja 5. <laughs> in, the, in his dreams, he's like, in another universe, I was Spider-Man, and I'm the biggest star ever, and everyone loves me. And it's like, you can tell it really hurt Dudikoff. But like, Dudikoff was just a dude. He's like a handsome-ish dude who yeah. was good at jumping around. So well, he he's a, a trained in martial arts, too. Yeah. Yeah, but so, Zito quits. Golan tries to rework the script with, to make it cheaper, but it's not working. But still, in 87, he is able to pre-sell the video rights to Columbia, who is ready to again. get involved. Columbia's there. So and, again, with the, again with the Columbia. And mm-hmm. that's going to fuck everything up in five years. Mm. So, 1989, nothing has happened. They can't make it because they run out of money thanks to He-Man and all that. If you've seen the Electric Boogaloo movie... <laughs> it's a must-watch if you, you listen to, to Laser it, Time. Yeah. Basically, a mob boss buys the company, too. <laughs> like, it's insane. And, and so... Canon Films falls apart. Golan separates from Go- uh, Globus, mm-hmm. and he starts a 21st century films, and he gets to take Spider-Man with him. Wow. And so he takes Spider-Man with him, extends the rights to 1992. Marvel is actually like, well, we know you didn't make a movie in five years, but yeah, just extend it to 1992. Yeah. And they just let him do it. Wow. With no extra money involved? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, think, I don't know. If, I think they were doing pretty well at that point, but they, they were a company that was so small they couldn't fathom They couldn't make a $20 film. million dollar movie. I mean, right. you guys, everybody listening was alive when that was the case pre-2007. But yeah. I figured like once their contract expired, they'd be... You know, give us more money to extend it, not just ah, for a few more years. Go ahead. Well, so he takes it to 21st Century Films, and he's trying to get the money, more money from Columbia to make it. And this was actually Stanley's quote on that situation in in 1990. Do your best, Stanley. Ah. 21st Century is supposed to do Spider Man, and now they're talking to Columbia, and the way it looks now, Columbia may end up buying Spider Man from 21st Century. Wow. So that that seemed to be what Columbia's vision was, there, was. Was there somebody at Columbia with a giant Spider-Man heart on? It's mm. uh, I, There weren't named people in the articles I read on this, but it really was just they... Sure, it wasn't Amy were, Pascal. Was... They were mad they lost. So they couldn't get Bond from MGM. If you mm-hmm. remember, Sony tried they to did. make... They did make a Bond without MGM, but M- and MGM fucking hates that. And they paid, a shit, they paid out the nose to make the last four Bonds. Yeah. Uh, but they, that, they that's a temporary agreement. But yeah... 
it's all right. So from ninety to ninety two, Golan is trying to get more money to make the movie, and he's trying to resell the old script as a new script. He's like, oh, we got a new script. Here it is. <laughs> uh, he's even hiring a special effects house to make it. But then comes in Carlico, the oh production God. company to complicate this even worse. The the only other most failingest, yes. hilariously failingest film company, I believe, they made Rambo three. <laughs> that became the most expensive movie ever made. Huh. Uh, so yeah, so Carlico is hot off of Terminator two. Yeah, and they are in the James Cameron business. James Cameron is shooting True Lies, but he's like, I want to make a Spider Man movie. I can do this. Huh. He sees a script. He's like, this script sucks. I'm gonna rewrite it. He does a script mint, which is like a sixty page version of half mm-hmm. the script. And just what he do? One, he wants to cast Arnold as Doc Ock. Also, okay. Spider Man swears and has sex in it. Sweet. And Electro and Sandman are also in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, in either ninety one or ninety two, Golan decides that twenty first just can't make a Spider Man movie by itself. It teams up with Carlico, and together they finance an extension to nineteen ninety six with Spider Man. Wow. And and Carlico's and so that's when you see in the news in nineteen ninety two. I was reading yeah. like. When a Spider-Man movie's coming from James Cameron, the, pretty The guy cool, who huh? made your favorite movie, Terminator 2, how can yeah. this fail? That animated series we talked about, they don't have an origin in that show because they, oh, during production, okay. they said, well, everybody's going to see the origin in the James Cameron movie, so mm-hmm. who cares? Like, it's going to be in there. And so... Oh, that's right. And again, this is this at the same time, Legendary, uh, the Fantastic Four movie... Mm-hmm. had been bought up by Corman Studios. Yes. And they couldn't afford to make the movie, so made a fake movie. Uh, to, to technically make a movie. To, to hold on to the rights, the rights, to then yes. sell the rights for more money. God, uh, this is so weird. So from 93 to 95, Cameron completes a script, but Cameron's deal at Carlico is he gets to choose all the names that get credited on any of his movies, and he doesn't want Menachem Golan, Golan on, that, on the producer list. Golan says, fuck you. My credit gets on there. Kind of understand and, it. That's 10 years he's been shepherding a project. And so he starts the lawsuit bonanza first. He mm-hmm. he sues Carlico for trying to take his name off the Spider-Man film that is surely about to start filming. But then Carlico is suing Viacom and Columbia for the film for the home video rights that Golan had oh sold God. in the eighties. Because they're like Carlico's like, no, we wanna we want those home video rights. But then unfortunately, while they're doing all those lawsuits, in nineteen ninety five, Carlico and twenty first century both go bankrupt. <laughs> so they can't have any lawsuits. So does the state own Spider Man now? Yeah. Well it's a ward of the state. We found him a foster home. So then a new player enters the scene MGM MGM is trying to get their own tentpole Man, releases. They really could have saved them. <laughs> they want they want Batman. They they need something to go with Bond. They are having trouble even making a James Bond movie from 93 and 95. MGM at this point at, after this point they were a, a studio that was kept aloft only by James Bond mm-hmm. so MGM, until they couldn't afford to make them and now Sony does. Jesus. So MGM buys the they buy 21st Century and Carlico primarily because they're like, you have Spider-Man rights. You both have Spider-Man rights, and by buying you, we own it. So we are going to make a Spider-Man movie. MGM wants to do it. Marvel is ambivalent. They don't know if they want MGM to make the Spider-Man movie or try to get it back. So we get to 1996, which is when the film rights run out, but Marvel has gone bankrupt too. Marvel goes bankrupt in 1996, and they are desperate for the money that a Spider-Man movie will make. 
but they can't get it made because everybody mm. else owns it and is fighting over it. They really want it back from MGM, but they're they have to sort out their lawsuits yeah, involving pa- pa- bankruptcy mm-hmm. and figure out who even owns Marvel before mm-hmm. they can get back Spider-Man. And that prevents Spider-Man from even being made, even if MGM wants to. And they are trying so hard to make it. And Cameron still wants to do yeah, it. I know that James Cameron wanted to make this fucking movie. You ever seen a movie that James Cameron wants to make? Yes. He wrote a script, right? Yeah. He, he wrote a script. Everything yeah. but Piranha. Casting. It's really good. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. 97 and 98. Everybody's going through bankruptcy. When Marvel finally the dust settles, they're like, "Okay, the people we're combining with Toy Biz, the guy who ma- the people who make our toys." This is where Ike Perlmutter this comes in. This is when Ike Perlmutter comes so, in. Yeah, basically, a toy company that sold Spider-Man toys knew the value of Marvel yes. and came in and bought it, and that's who still they bought it from a different evil billionaire, Carl Icahn, <laughs> who tried to buy it, and so. Once Marvel's finally sorted out, like, through legal, like, legally, they're like, you are definitely the people who own Marvel. Mm -hmm. Then Marvel's like, all right, we want this shit back from you, MGM. They sue MGM and Sony and Viacom. All of them to be like, you give us back the Spider-Man rights right now. the video cassette rights, I'm guessing. Yeah, to get back film home video and uh, and tv distribution to get them viacom at tv distribution they sue them to get it back once it's done in court in august 1998 they finally can start the actual lawsuit of marvel versus those guys and uh and that is also in 1997 when james cameron is doing promotion for titanic and actually makes he makes some comments on making the spider-man film or where it's going uh this is him on howard stern talking about the situation let me ask you about this rumor are you supposed to do spider-man the movie i want to do spider-man i oh man if you do that would just kick ass are you going to do spider-man I want to do Spider-Man, but the but the uh, rights are all messed up. Why are the rights messed up? Marvel owns them. It's one of these bankruptcy things. You know, you got all these companies that that acquire the rights and they go into bankruptcy. Then they owe money to everybody, and the rights have value. And they just, you know, I would kill to see a good Spider-Man yeah. movie. I love Spider-Man. Yeah, I wrote the script. I'm ready to go. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, it's it it, it rules. Yep. I can't wait to see Spider-Man's boobies. That's, that's how close we were. Like, cool, James Cameron's going to make it. He finished Titanic. He said it publicly. At this, I guess he's not quite the most valuable filmmaker in the world because Titanic is about to shatter box office yeah, records to I Kingdom mean, Come. He was already, he's Terminator 2 Lies guy. He's mm-hmm. never made a flop even before everybody thought Titanic was going to be that flop. I don't flop. know, that Disney World Land of Avatar. I think that's going to be his first <laughs> but, failure. Did we miss any Marvel bankruptcies in this time uh, period? Well, no, so the I Marvel was bankruptcy like, was 96. They go bankrupt okay. because yeah. they were owned by a company, they were owned by guys who only bought Marvel because it did well on the stock market. So mm-hmm. it was a stock market due to, and he also knew that like, Every time I announce we're making a Spider-Man movie, the stock, the goes, stock up. goes up. He had no interest in making a Spider-Man movie, but in talking but about making it. the world think he would make a Spider-Man movie. And can you believe it that that kind of business eventually <laughs> craters a company works. and, and shuts it lies. down? <laughs> yeah, and so it's not that. It, what it, what it, oh god, that fraud isn't nice. It's that fraud never works. So <laughs> that yeah, they had to deal once they dealt with the bankruptcy and figured out who owned it. That's how they could finally sue MGM, Sony, and and Viacom. So. 98 to 99 it is just a long series of updates of mm-hmm. just like uh like and mgm had even put out press releases like filming on spider-man will start in two months then that's when marvel will go like no it's not we're suing you <laughs> like that was that's incredible you can go through variety and see tons of stories every headline is like spider-man's tangled web but, like we get it it's every headline but at this point like that. marvel doesn't 
even have a lot of business being that cocky because no. they can't get any film off the ground. Either the ones that have existed are like the fucking David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury movie, mm-hmm. the straight to video Captain America film. In 98, they do make Blade. And I think yes. that maybe yeah. gives them a little more cocky. It is. Like, Blade doesn't too. get enough credit as being. Mm-hmm. It, Blade and, we talked about it on 30, 2010, uh, Men in Black. Men in Black was technically owned by Marvel. Like, these were things that helped kickstart the comic book movie. I'm era. sure this is another podcast you could do, but was there a similar movie limbo for the X-Men movie? Kind of. It was less so because they, they just it had a, it with Fox and then and Fox a, just figured it out. Yeah, a yeah, real really. studio behind it instead of one of these these insane Israeli people. They should have <laughs> never... Going to Canon or, or, or that is Carlico, that the beginning the of mistake. fucking them. To be going over to Canon. Or Roger Corman. It is, a, but yeah. that's a young, naive Stan Lee, I guess, that's to thank <sighs> yeah. for that. So, Mar- early 1999, it has finally happened. They finally figure it all out and all the lawsuits. First for what up, year? It is February and March of 1999 99. is when they finally figured out. MGM loses in court to Marvel. The judge says that even though MGM bought three different deals for Spider-Man <laughs> rights... All of them had expired, so MGM wow. is fucked. Uh. But then, but then Marvel's like, well, I guess we got to finish this lawsuit with Viacom and Sony. Mm-hmm. They pay off Viacom, and then meanwhile, Sony's like, you know what? We could be in a lawsuit for another year, or we could just make a deal for the rights, and Sony will make a Spider-Man movie. We're a legitimate company. We made Ghostbusters ten years ago, and Marvel is so desperate for money, they make the deal, and they say like. Well, we did give them the movie rights, but we have the toy rights anyway. We make all the toys, and we'll make all the money that way. Mm-hmm. A very short-sighted vision of Marvel compared to the Marvel Studios Marvel of 10 years later. But, but that was they, that was the deal signed, allegedly the deal signed with Fox, is that they kind of signed over, you can do whatever you want with the X-Men and make whatever products you want, and that's mm-hmm. your money. We just yeah. need, we need whatever money you're going to give us right now. We need it right now. So the X-Men are kind of gone. How yeah. long did they give uh, Spider-Man to Sony for? Sony, it's it was for a certain amount of years, but it is the deal of like you have to make a movie Every, in this time. But yeah. if you, that's the opposite deal of these things. Of like they extended it and never made a movie. Meanwhile, with Sony, it's like. If they don't make a movie every four years, they lose the rights. Yeah. Okay. And so by that's own, why they rebooted it with Amazing, because like we can't lose these rights. Yeah, that's why they keep making bad Superman films, because they're in the same yeah. thing, involved in the same legal entanglement with the original creators. Because mm-hmm. they, I think they're now entitled to the rights to that. And if they don't keep making the movie and renewing their interest, I don't know how yeah. this works. If anybody wants it's, to comment... It's <gasps> very complicated that they make movies to keep a deal going. But, but sort so, of the idea in court, if you're continuing to use the brand... You have to be given the option to renew it instead of just having it stripped from you. Okay. It's also why Universal Studios still has a Marvel theme park in Florida that might oh. never go away. <laughs> so so Marvel makes a deal with Sony just to avoid more of a lawsuit and mm-hmm. just to get a movie made. They want to go with Sony. But MGM is pissed and they're like, well, we can still appeal this and keep this going. And, Fuck. Uh, but then Sony makes a deal that I don't think a lot of us knew about that. Sony technically could keep making their James Bond films, but they made the deal if MGM backed off Spider-Man, they would stop making they wouldn't make their James Bond movies and MGM could would be the only Bond people. You, so that was the trade. More, they had more James Bond movies in the, the the undercurrent of all this in the 90s was Sony saying like we're making our own James Bond movie. We don't care who Pierce Brosnan is, we're going to make it. But and it pissed off MGM big time. They had it, the rights somehow? Like, uh, the, yeah, the, the, related to the the Blofeld, the Thunderball stuff. It was through mm. this Thunderball loophole. Yeah, they never that's seen all it ever other again. Podcasts. That's fucking yeah. insane. But so that's how that is how Spider 
Spider-Man was finally freed. James Bond was by, by killing traded. James Bond. They traded James yeah. Bond as as a cat as a as a detainee because we for so we him. could have had more like gray-haired Sean Connery Bonds yes. or Roger Moore or Spy- Which one would you do you think you would have wanted? Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm glad we got Spider-Man. I I don't know. I feel like I would have liked a lot of late '90s Sean Connery James Bond films <laughs> over Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Three. So on March first, 1999, is when it officially was all over. Mm-hmm. In Spider-Man, in Marvel Comics that month, they printed an entire page in replacing an ad that was like, this explains everything. We made the deal. We ended this thing. Spider-Man's movie rights finally are figured out, and we are starting production on a Spider-Man movie right now. It would still take them three years. It would be 2002 when it came out, but it actually finally began starting March 1st, 1999. And one TV show jokester even talked about it when the news was fresh. Marvel can, Sony can, make a movie about Spider-Man. I got nothing. All right. (laughs) After years of lawsuits and ownership disputes, Marvel Comics and Sony have settled their differences, finally enabling the superhero Spider-Man to be fully marketed as a major motion picture failure. (laughs) Now, Uh. the movie's only challenge is finding an actor worthy of the tight spandex costume and who, as chance would have it, was also born without genitals. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The... That's, that's, that's pre-9-11 Daily Show there. Very different show. Yeah, Stewart's hair didn't turn gray overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, that's, I thought that was amazing that you could even pull up a 1999 clip of that as news. It's Probably, like, like, I mean, even you're right, though. The Daily... I can't even remember. The, I can barely remember the pre-9-11 Daily Show. Oh, yeah. Where the, That's probably like their third segment. It's just about Spider-Man movie rights. That would never mm. happen now. And that was his first year on The Daily Show, 99. Holy yeah. shit, was it? I think so. He was Damn. very fresh then. He just lost the five questions. So yeah, because the Kilborn show was a very unpolitical, silly show that mm-hmm. I really, very much loved. Mm-hmm. I like the current Daily Show I more. I remember they did an they did a joke where it was a got milk joke with Monica Lewinsky, and they're like, I can't believe we got away with that when they did it on TV. <laughs> But yeah, so that is how the untang the web of Spider Man became untangled, and and then the the minor bump in the road being the uh, teaser trailer of the Twin Towers, like the, <laughs> yes, just the, yeah. like right at after all that, we're out of the dust. This is great. <laughs> oh, nine eleven reference. That's and, why it's not called friend business. <laughs> <laughs> and so the epilogue to all this is that the Spider Man TV and licensing rights were a real pain between Sony and Marvel. They really couldn't share. Mm-hmm. Marvel finally got it all back. Then Marvel and Sony. Sony was in such a bad space that Marvel could get it, but you could see Sony. Sony did make Marvel into their James Bond. They made his they font the fucking PS3. Yes, the PS3. Oh, the original Marvel. PS3 font, font is Spider-Man because they were building their identity out of this property, <laughs> which couldn't have been more popular back then. It, it's it sucks to feel like all this Marvel momentum from the movies didn't include Spider-Man up until yeah they still like now. last year last year yeah it's it's, it's unbelievable it's sad they may have had to make it without him it makes it made Marvel very sad that they couldn't have him their guy in a movie mm-hmm. that he's not Sony's guy he's Marvel's guy that was yeah. fucking awesome by yes. the way I was riveted that's, on that that's that. quite a journey it was it and was, uh, which yeah. all leads us to Spider-Man Homecoming which we've just <laughs> yeah. seen and they're gonna have a spoilerific uh, review reaction thing too it's on our YouTube channel but it'll be the next segment of our show as well um, Jesus Christ this makes me appreciate the whole thing more and I'm thinking back on it like this giant fragile arrangement. Yes, I guess I should all. I should be more appreciative and it's like this more. It's amazing any movie gets made, let alone a good Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. movie. All right, well, let's go out uh, real quick for a quick break, and we'll be right back with our review reactions of Spider-Man Homecoming. Don't move, people. Rock! It's what we're all about. It's what we live for. Come on, shout it out. Rock! It's what 
Excelsior Spidey fans, this episode is also brought to you by Geek Fuel, the awesome mystery box that shows up to your house every month with at least six to eight awesome geeky items, including an exclusive t-shirt. Previous Geek Fuel items have included all things Marvel, DC, Game of Thrones, Doctor Who, Ghostbusters, Star Trek, Rick and Morty, Mega Man, the list goes on and on and on. And of course, it's included some Spidey stuff, and that might be in there this month, but who knows? You never really know, but it'll always be something to delight people who are into stuff like we are. Uh, pint glasses, cards, posters, and t-shirts, all relating to some of our favorite IP in the universe. And each box is guaranteed to contain uh, $50 worth of value, and they start for as little as $14 a month, plus shipping and handling. Right now, you can go to geekfuel.com slash lasertime and get a free bonus Star Wars item worth $20 just for trying it out. It's a great gift to give yourself every month, and it's a cool gift to give someone else if you can't think about what to give them. Why not a, bunch, a big box full of mystery stuff? Either one, or you can give it to a monthly, or give it to yourself. Once again, that's geekfuel.com slash lasertime. Folks, it's Chris here with your uh, belated weekly update on Laser Time. We're recovering from a lack of internet. The lady is, I don't know if you can hear this, the lady is watching a CNN documentary on uh, the 90s in the other room. And I gotta say, 302010 does that format a lot better. So suck it, CNN. Suck it, Tom Hanks. You don't spend enough time talking about the right shit. Maybe I want to hear more about Frazier <laughs> and the end of Cheers. How about that? Or the, the late night wars. Just saying, 302010, it's a little longer, and we don't have the star power, but it's a much better way to celebrate uh, older things. I never, I've never been able to say that before, but we did, uh, we did looking back at pop culture history. Better justice than CNN. Suck it. Feels wonderful to say. Um, you know, I wanted to, I, I usually plug what's going on on our YouTube this week, youtube.com slash laser time, but we've been without, without internet for an entire week. So I'm going to give my plug to our buddy Robert Breach. We're going to put an article up. He has been nice enough to collect a best of for all the streams we've done. So if you've ever been curious, and judging by the numbers, you have not. But if, if you want to donate 10 minutes of your time to see what we've been doing each and every week uh, in between you guys listening, you can actually watch us do stupid shit on camera. It's not just collecting in-game farts, people. A lot of a lot of Friday the 13th fun, I will say that. And that the video from June totally fucking gathers together every awesome moment in Friday the 13th, the game where a child screams bloody murder while being killed. It was like the greatest thing that's ever happened to us. But what I want to plug right now is our Monday night movie. It is July. And not just that. Talking Simpsons, as you know, has launched their own Patreon. They're doing pretty great. But uh, we are also celebrating the 10th anniversary. You already feel old? The 10th anniversary of the Simpsons movie. You don't have a lot of time. 6 p.m. Today, Monday. Or whenever on patreon.com slash laser time or patreon.com slash talking simpsons. I love the commentary too. We're going to do a co- full length commentary for the Simpsons movie with me, Dave, and talking simpsons, Bob Mackey, and Henry Gilbert. I cannot wait. I think the movie holds up super well. And I cannot wait to watch it with a group of like minded Simpsons fans. As for the next Monday night movie, uh, that'll be, I think, later in the month, the 24th. Do not quote me on that. But what I want it to be is something apes related. We're going to open up a vote. 
to our patrons and allow them to vote on the movie that we watch, but it's going to be Planet of the Apes related. Which one? I don't know. I hope to be doing something else to celebrate Planet of the Apes as we uh, come up to the release date of War of the Planet of the Apes. The amazing cap to the new trilogy of Planet of the Apes that does not, that is the opposite of sucking. It's one of my favorite movie series done incredibly well by a studio that doesn't do that ever. <laughs> Thank you, Fox. But uh, we want to watch a Planet of the Apes movie with you. Will it be the original? Will it be the sitcom-esque escape? Will it be the reboot Rise? It better not be the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes remake, because that shit is the only awful and unwatchable movie of the entire bunch, I swear to Christ. We want to put it to you, because I just want to watch one with you guys. I think it would be a ton of fun. I know way too much about Planet of the Apes. Hopefully I'll I'll show you that uh, very soon. And anyway, how about that? We'll let that be our plugs. Patreon.com slash laser time. We'll have a new episode of Bonus Time up this week. What happens... Uh, when you drop a $400 product down a river, can you recover it? Will it work again? I'm still finding out, but we'll, Bob and Henry will be on hand to help us out with the uh, Patreon-exclusive bonus time, which we do every week exclusively for our patrons at patreon.com slash time. Hopefully we'll also have some commentary, some other good stuff up there for you. I uh, Ask a patron if you know one. I'm, I'm guessing they'll tell you they haven't been disappointed. There's probably too much content there, more than they can use. But that's, hey, we're trying to make it worth your while. Five bucks a month, that's all we're asking from you. Please help us live, and we'll try and uh, help you live a little better. I don't know. I don't have a good tagline on it, because I use that one in the break all the time. How about we end this and get back into the Spidey nonsense? Come on. Welcome back to the Laser Time Show. How was that magic, people mm-hmm. watching? You 35 lucky viewers. We're doing a live uh, live review reaction right now on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, we're in spoiler town for Spider-Man mm-hmm. Home- Homecoming. Mm-hmm. We're fresh from the movie. Uh, I just saw it. And I, I, I don't know. I didn't think there was any room left in my heart to love a Spider-Man movie <laughs> because of how much... Just three was disappointing. Oh, One yeah. was boring as shit. Mm-hmm. And two was just like, you don't know what you're doing. Oh, Let Amazing par- 1 and Amazing 2. Yeah, yeah, yes, Amazing yeah. 1 and 2. We're just like, this is so bad. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, this is my new spy- favorite Spider-Man movie. Oh, it's yeah. replaced wow. number Six two. times a charm. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, Spider-Man 2 was my old favorite. Now this is my new favorite. It was really, really good. I liked it. Was, it gave me everything I wanted from a Spider-Man movie that I didn't think I wanted. And even like even with the promise of what we saw in Civil War, this expanded on it big time. Yep. <laughs> no Todd Harrison, none of the previous Peter Parkers come together at the end and have a wicked dance party. <laughs> but what what this did feel like to me is the fun injected that Dan Slott injected into yeah. the Spider Man comic where he and that's what I hated about Amazing Spider Man, like Bob, what happens to Peter's uncle? Uh, he is in the Phantom Zone. All right, but <laughs> most people fucking know. I, I really don't. And he gets murdered they, or something. They did, yeah, they okay. did. They they did the origin story, a prolonged <laughs> version of that that we already saw in movie theaters five years ago or like seven years ago. They didn't bother with that. It was like it was like brand new day. Like no. you you know who this character is. Yeah, right? it was five years ago. We saw 
uh, uh, we saw one. Martin Mark- Sheen get murdered as Uncle Ben after we'd seen him get murdered before in 2002 yeah. in a movie every human on earth saw except for Bob and then, and then they, but then they do it again and, and so this time they're like I loved the bit of the mm-hmm. best you hear about his origin is is that Ned just asked him like, "So you bit by a spider?" Yeah, yeah. The, the, spider's yeah, the spider's dead. dead. Don't worry about it. Marissa like, Tomei is Aunt May. Why wasn't Jason Alexander <laughs> Uncle yeah. Ben? Come he, on. Who's to say he's not in uh, in some flashback? We'll see. That would be great. Avenge me. I want that. Getting uncomfortable there. Yeah, it's it, it, all that like none of, like just a trusting. Even the mainstream audience to understand who the character is, we don't need an origin story. Mm-hmm. He didn't even get an origin story as far as the uh, Todd yeah. Holland character. I mean, goes. I was going to ask. So I'm a freak, by the mm-hmm. way. I've never seen a Marvel <laughs> movie outside of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or Blade. I've never seen a Spider-Man movie until today. In the movie <laughs> yeah. he was in prior to this one, which mm-hmm. was not the Spider-Man movie, did they go over any of his origins or Civil anything War? like that? Yeah, no, okay. no, not, not at all. And not they right. just they brush it off in a, in a second, and I like that. And they show alternate cuts that he's filming on his camera. Like that, those were all things like that were bombastically big. Right, right. And you're seeing this neat little behind-the-scenes yeah. kid take of it. And that, to me, is the most important thing. Having only recently finished Brian Michael Bendis, who's credited uh, at the end of the credits, his ultimate Spider-Man run, He just that was Marvel bringing Spider-Man back to high school. And I didn't realize that's what attracted me to Spider-Man, that mm. he, his problems... Not only do I think, as an adult, it makes for a more interesting character that he's juggling both these things, it was, he was easier to relate to, mm-hmm. and that Spider-Man should always feel like a younger character. No, it, this was the youngest a Spider-Man yeah. had looked like, even though I found out Tom Holland is 21, so <laughs> I don't feel creepy off. for checking him out in it. I found Attaboy, that out. Hank. But second, That's another thing. No, go ahead. Sorry. But, but, <laughs> but he looks the youngest. Like, Tobey Maguire, when I watch it, he doesn't look that young. Mm-hmm. When I see Andrew Garfield in high school in the movies, in the previous ones... With, like, Emma Stone, who's, like, 30. Yeah. Just like, no, you played a high schooler 10 years earlier oh, in Superbad. Oh, yeah, Alex Moen says, watch yeah. Spider-Man 1 afterwards, and I clearly like that one Well, more. so, yeah, Alex Moen is saying they didn't like it as much because it was for MCU devotees only, and... I felt a little bit of that, actually. I, I No, I loved that. Mm-hmm. I, loved, I love that because that's the only edge they had with that. If they're going to reboot Spider-Man for mm-hmm. the third time, they're yeah. going to have a new I first want Spider-Man movie... That they need to lounge around in the Avengers and be like, yeah, this is MCU. I mean, I made some educated guesses as to what they were talking about and what happened, <laughs> but after a certain point, I was like, did they start the movie a real too late? It felt like we were on episode three of a thirteen episode Chad, series. Chad was asking about like the is it the first Marvel movie cold open? Yeah, no, probably well, not. I was sh- and, I was shocked that uh, Michael Keaton gets the first word mm-hmm. in the movie, and that it takes yeah, place. He was great. So, Bob, it takes place right after the big fight at the end of the first Avengers film, which was it, eight years ago. It does. Uh, yes. It technically takes place in 2019, according to its okay. timeline. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, but anyway, so but it was eight years ago in our time that first movie came out, right? Yes. 2009. It just feels like 20. Okay. Yeah, um, and that so <laughs> it connects it from the beginning to the Avengers, which that was the big. It's the boring business. thing about it but it was that Sony always was like no these are Sony films these are Sony films we don't need Marvel yeah we'll have a, our own Spider-Man universe with Jess Venom and Dr. Octopus and, and Iron Man can't come and uh, this time like Avi Arad the piece of shit who no longer makes Spider-Man movies he's in the but credits he, uh, he'll always be yeah. that's that's Hollywood for you but he said in an interview like uh, we don't. If if we ever need Avengers, then we've given up and we've run out of ideas. We don't. Oh, real assholes like, about it. Like we have yeah. the because Spider Man is the crown jewel of the Marvel Empire. So for him to not be involved with stuff, that's why the opening one, the cold open, 
and they didn't show the Mar- the MCU logo. And then they did, and it was just an orchestral version of the Spider-Man theme with the Marvel logo. I didn't mm. think that would mean anything to me, but it really did. It was did. really something to uh, hear the Spider-Man theme. So the Spider-Man theme had been in all the previous Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies, but always as like one-off jokes. Ringtone. Like in fucking Amazing 2 was a ringtone, which really confused me. I was like, wait... So does the Spider-Man theme song exist in that world and he made it his ringtone? Because like it doesn't doesn't work. In this one, they're like a big orchestral thing. I just read a thing about it that the director wanted that. He's like, mm. no, we open with that. And it was really good too because MCU sucks at themes. Iron yep. Man and Cap and Hulk yeah. technically have themes. I was hoping that would be his theme or some variation on it. Instead, his theme was very boring and not really fitting of the character. It was too mm-hmm. like majestic You're and right. soaring, but he's just like a kind of clumsy. They- Hired Captain uh, Gennaro, guy, yeah. Oscar-winging winner Michael Giacano. I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong. But it's just right. that he scores everything. Mm-hmm. And we, there's tons of videos out there to explain why the Marvel scores are so fucking boring. Yeah, yeah. And that's but... temp scores for the most part. Chad is saying Keaton's Vulture is the uh, one true Vulture and the best villain so far. Yeah, I have to say, I really was impressed by that. Too. It was weird. I was actually thinking of Batman because he's pulling a real Jack Nicholson uh, performance yeah. in this movie. It is mm-hmm. funny that Batman of 1989 has now become the Jack Nicholson of 1989. He's aged into a long time uh-huh. yeah it's, it's just like ah, is that it and i will say that it some of some of the i i could have done mm-hmm. with less iron man yeah i, I was thought... glad there was less than it the the, the trailers mm-hmm. and and posters mm-hmm. all made you want to think that this is iron man 4 yeah. not spider-man and i did want yeah. to see that and it and there were a couple moments where i thought in the movie like this feels like marvel studios big timing sony <laughs> to have it be clear like Iron Man's a better hero than Spider-Man and Spider-Man's like I'm sorry Iron Man I wish it was as cool as you like that and and also speaking of big timing like I noticed that mm-hmm. Sony mm-hmm. Columbia then intro then Marvel Studios. Yeah. It felt very much like Sony was like, no, this is Sony film. We are making this with Marvel Studios, but this is Sony. I don't know why they keep doing that. That mm. makes literally fucking no sense. Because like <laughs> every time we see a Paramount movie, it doesn't open with Viacom. Uh-huh. We get it. You own mm. Columbia Pictures. It's underneath Columbia. Sony <laughs> is much more full of himself. So <laughs> yeah. uh, Doc on is saying, one guy in my theater screamed out loud for more than for one minute straight at the shock that Vulture was Liz's father. That was a big shock. I saw it coming. I don't know why. I did not. I don't know why. So this is why it I it got me as a Spider Man fan is because she's calls Liz. Mm -hmm. In Spider Man in Spider Man's first appearance they introduced it was first girlfriend Mm -hmm. possibility, which is Liz Allen. Mm And so they introduce her, and she's Liz. I'm like, okay, that's Liz Allen. So with no reason would I think Liz Allen is the daughter of Tombs, Adrian Tombs, which is Vulture's name in the movie. So, so But they never say Liz Allen. They for, say Liz. For me, I read a spoiler mm-hmm. on accident. Oh. In a fucking shitty headline of a goddamn clickbaity article. Fuck your headlines. And man. again, this is a spoiler, but it was a spoiler. It's like, the secret Easter egg behind MJ, the MJ reference. I'm like, I hope I don't get that. So the minute yeah. I saw a silent girl... Well, or sorry, she was yeah. un, an unnamed girl. Because the second mm-hmm. they named Liz, I'm like, she's dead. Yeah. She, this is a sacrificial Peter Parker crush. <laughs> well, I like and, that Spy- she didn't die, and Spider-Man and this didn't other kiss girl anybody the entire Constantly around room. him, like, constantly around him. Mm. And so she's not going to 
get killed, but she has to be involved with the villain somehow because well, she's going to need to go away. I can think of maybe one reason they didn't kiss, but I won't go into it here. <laughs> well, that's white genocide. I'm not kidding. Oh. I was looking at the film. As a, as a giant Spider-Man fan, I'm like, this is the most multicultural fucking yeah, take yeah. on these characters this, ever. I'm actually, I was joking about hashtag white genocide, I by get the way. It, yes. uh, and I'm surprised there was not more stink like, uh, uh, Mary Jane should be in this movie. He needs to be dating a white woman. Well, the, nobody well, knew. That's, that's just been revealed now. We've okay. given it a couple so, of days, Bob. So okay. a year ago, actually, the rumors oh, were yeah. starting that Mary, that Zendaya, she's, she's a Disney a single kid. name Z- Disney kid. She, she was going to be Mary Jane, and there were hashtag white genocide oh. things about it because so that already happened as okay. you but honestly if you are a if you're a white nationalist I mean Mary Jane's a redhead so she's a ginger meaning a less pure white person hey, so they constantly move those goalposts I, I know but so there actually was performative anger at mm. the making her not white but her mm. name is Michelle not Mary so she is MJ but she's not wow. in fact yeah oh uh, Jordan points out Sony sponsored to the Cathlon event I did not see that what? <laughs> Uh, but yes, and I love their Flash Thompson, John. I that really was did. Something Flash does have some good points. Because that's, that's how old we all are. We were yeah. talking about like I am. We are all double the age of the audience. Yeah, I know. We, we, were, we were talking about like kid movies the other day, and how like even like most kids aren't even forced into sports anymore. The idea of like Flash Thompson being a giant jock, yeah. is so fucking hack and cliche that yeah. it almost can't happen. Him being like an Indian fucking genius, yeah. rival that, to Peter Parker, Bob, is I awesome. You, I just was, assumed he was a new character. That was a major change. Flash Thompson from Spider-Man's first appearance in mm-hmm. Amazing Fantasy Fifteen. That dude is literally 15. Venom now. He is uh. in his original appearance. He was the redheaded big man on campus who was the quarterback, and he always taunted Peter Parker. His name was unironically Flash now, and he, and he was definitely a white dude. <laughs> now in this one, he is just he. He's like, I'm going to bully you, but I'm also on but the math. But he's, he's the understudy to yes, Peter yeah. in the fucking right. academic club. Yeah, I mean, I have a question for you guys. Please. Not uh, in Looking at this movie as a movie-ass movie, not as a Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. The one thing I was curious about, because I didn't get it, mm-hmm. like, what was Peter Parker's journey? I feel mm-hmm. like he didn't have to learn anything. No, he, he didn't did. necessarily, well, like... There was a shot in the movie where it's like uh, you can't you have to be something outside of being Spider-Man. But like, mm-hmm. how did how did that happen to him? I don't it understand. Didn't. He, uh, I know what you're talking about, but I, to me, like, that's, that's why what's so interesting about the Marvel films is it transcends the need to make a normal, digestible movie. And that's why I was worried about right. your experience because I it, mean, it comes with baggage from eleven other films. Yes, but my thing was I think they pretended something meaningful happened where mm-hmm. he's like I saw a reflection of my costume and then I believed in myself and then I got stronger. And uh, well, kind of okay. like I mean they needed a reason to get no, him out of that. Okay, that You're, scene I got. Bob is an MCU virgin yeah. has not seen shit. I do want your perspective. I mean, on this. It, it felt unearned. It felt like they were saying, "Oh, this moment happened and it should be significant." Well, we, we didn't. Dude, t- they repeated Robert Downey Jr.'s yeah, dialogue by having that dialogue, but it was meaningless to me. I get it. I've noticed. All right, so like he took. It, it's, Tony Stark took away the suit and then he realized yes, like the power was inside me all along mm-hmm. oh, it's really? a lame journey but it was it but I will tell you as a Spider-Man fan first off anyone without the fancy toot yes DC first can. off in the reflection he's getting the half Spidey face which mm-hmm. is a classic Spider-Man look mm-hmm. whenever his uh, spider sense would go off then he's out of, of the costume you see half of the second <laughs> him getting out from under that is the most important Spider-Man scene ever in oh, Spider-Man I'm comics. <laughs> so I, so fuck you. Uh, but no, I just bought a ticket to a movie. I didn't expect that. No, no. Sorry, I, but I, in Amazing, I, yeah. in Amazing Spider-Man 33, he gets buried under almost that exact shit. Okay, and then he has what would become the archetypal Spider-Man scene of I can't let I can't let Aunt May down. I just can't. I know I can. I know I can. 
and then he lifts it off the same can't way, let like, down did the hottest Aunt May of all time <laughs> but it is Steve Ditko it is the ultimate Spider-Man scene I will show it to you but so down for to me, the Stanley dialogue scene, I couldn't not think of that scene it <laughs> yeah. was made for me but you're right it has to speak to people who haven't read a thousand Spider-Man yeah. but, I mean but I think fine. You're, you it's are, a movie and believing in yourself is how most things are solved in movies you were in but, a crazy mm. minority here though uh, I realize <laughs> that of like, of like you didn't even see the Spider-Man cartoon no, no comics I'm just asking like, for a movie to make sense though it's not that it makes sense I think what you're saying is that it's unearned yeah, in a singular yeah. movie. Just like, well, we need him to believe in himself and to overcome something, so let's just give him. No, this we needed thing. Iron Man. To but I said I enjoyed to... the movie. It was the one thing I just felt was contrived. Because it, like, is, it is funny, and I, yeah. I, I kind of every time I rewatch a Marvel movie, I cringe a little bit at the mm-hmm. humor because it's very, it, it's very yeah. tertiary. It's very like. I are, mean, you, are you having trouble being sincere and focusing Marvel that you need Doctor to just break Strange it up with a dumb joke? Especially felt like they had to be like, no, we need like ten minutes extra jokes here. Mm-hmm. Let's like. Like, I remember in the scene where he made up with his girlfriend or his not-girlfriend, it was like, okay, this is a stirring scene. Oh, but the cape needs to do something funny. This is, let's, let's be funny. But, but humor fits way better with Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man can, Marvel, can Miles humor. Morales have a fat Asian friend now? Or will that be sort of weird? Yeah, yeah Egon, I don't, I don't, actually. that's, that is, that is fucking Genki from the so Ultimate his, Universe. Yeah. But it's not, but it's Ned. But his name is Ned. I wonder if he is Ned Leeds. But he's, who... I've never seen a human being with no costume look more like a comic book counterpart. <laughs> <laughs> and they change his name. Uh, and yeah, I agree. Awkward loser. Stanley's hammy dialogue was perfect. Yeah, it's hard not to think about the. It was. P- I thought that was a great Stanley cameo. His wife yeah. recently. It's. I got two gifts today. <laughs> Spider Man came out in theaters, and that bitch is gone. No, <laughs> he's married to her for seventy years. Yeah, I guess it is weird to hear uh, Stanley hitting on another woman uh, yeah. a day after his. Real oh, life unbelievable, life Stan. And uh, but also like in his Guardians cameo, he was mm. sitting down. I was like, good. Stanley and, uh, should only have to sit shit, down. I'm sorry, I didn't grab your name. It popped up, but someone pointed out there are technically five villains in here. And yes, I, there I are, did yeah. like because Spider Man has the best loser villains he has, in the universe. He has so few that can lead a film. Like, that's what happened in Amazing 2. They're like, oh, we can have Electro. And then halfway through, like, mm, we really that's need sh- Green That Goblin. first shocker appearance. With, I'd like, yeah. oh, God, that guy's jacket. That's guy's fucking jacket, hilarious. And then he gets immolated. Yeah. And then the other guy becomes him. <laughs> You're Bokeem. You're the next uh, shocker. Yeah, well, so yeah, that was Bokeem Woodbine, right? Yeah, yeah, Love Woodbine. He was the shocker. Uh, and there was also Adrian Toomes. And there was also the Prowler. Sorry, Technically, man. Donald Glover was the prowler but not really mm-hmm. and the guy making the stuff for the vulture Tinkerer. was the tinkerer were they yeah. just throwing him a bone because of all the talk I don't know hmm. nine yes. years ago of like yes. he should be Spider-Man and people <laughs> were very afraid of that idea and oh get her prowlers Glover. in there Aaron yeah. is is prowler but he's also Miles Morales' uncle. That was a quick aside, but that's if yep. they don't want to do Miles Morales. I don't think they want to Spider-Man I, in the whole You would verse. think that, and then we saw the E3 trailer. And in the E3 trailer, yeah. that's Miles at the end of the trailer, mm-hmm. who is... Prowler's not exactly a villain. That's true, Getter. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, that's who they wanted Donald Glover to play. The, well, at the end of the E3 Sony so, trailer. So, yeah, right? a million... Jesus, 2005, mm-hmm. there was the camp. No, no, Not Donald Glover's they, too old. Jesus. Yeah, in yeah a he's camp- way too old now. In the campaign for casting Amazing One, they're mm-hmm. like, Donald Glover should be it. And Donald Glover has an amazing stand-up routine where he basically That's right. meets Gamergate beforehand. They're just like, oh, we're just going to make we're just gonna make him blacked out. Is that what we're just going to do? Is that what we're going to do? Mm-hmm. So him being in this is kind of a callback to that. And him saying he has a nephew there mm-hmm. in the Ultimate Spider-Man it's comics, Miles Morales' uncle is a criminal who and, gets killed. as I told Henry... I was watching Adult Swim this Sunday. Donald Glover's in the fucking commercial saying that yeah. line. 
That's like, a pretty shitty line to put in there. Why? Why not. would you do that? Because but, it doesn't pay off with seeing it, it doesn't Miles pay off, it, and I guess like if you don't know a lot about Spider-Man, you won't understand that. But that that was a cool moment you could have saved. Yeah, because because it, it's not like there was anything else. They showed Captain America in almost every Iron Man scene in all of their promotional materials, mm-hmm. and I really could have done it without scene. Iron Man in general, just because he was so fucking Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, the whole yeah, time. I didn't like. Uh, you shouldn't do that, Spidey. No, him saving Spider-Man <laughs> that often. Yeah, but he. Yeah, I wanted Spider-Man to have more agency, but maybe that also is kind of the arc of him that he gets saved by Iron Man twice, and then he's finally like, "I need help. Somebody help me!" And then mm-hmm. no one's there to help him. Then he finds his strength within. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's but, a good, it's I mean, a dense story or complex. Someone in but, the chat said uh, the arc was him winning over or like winning the trust of um, Iron Man, but. My question is, as someone who didn't see the other to movies, what is what what is the connection there? Why is he a father figure? Why does Peter Parker want? Uh, I don't. I don't know, but because the way the MCU has has reshaped the Marvel canon, it at the point when when Spider Man suit became a mark by or the basically the Iron Spider outfit. Yeah, I'm like Tony Stark is too responsible for too much shit in this universe. Well, he now he now made Vision and Ultron. So and what I like about that is that it makes the MCU. Mm-hmm. As an alternate dimension of the yeah, yeah. in the Marvel multiverse, it began with Iron Man. So thematically, he should be central to everything because he is the first hero of that world. Uh, so for me, Bob, I got a kick out of like, please take that suit away. <laughs> I don't want Spider Man to be Iron Man. That's now, not that's not fun. Well, I'm glad and, he turned it down. And, and, yeah. one of the, and one of the coolest scenes in the movie, in my opinion, in the comics, I've joked about this for years, but how useless Spider Man is, or how immobile he is uh-huh. when he's outside of a city. And just that first time he gets, like, like the second time he gets to be Spider-Man, he's stuck in the burbs. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this sucks! Yeah, <laughs> this sucks! I'm glad he turned on the ugly costume at the end, but I would have liked to see more uh, of him just doing regular crime fighting. The montage was nice, but the that was like... The opening montage that's, was That's fun. still the most more charming than, part of it. That's still did, more than an amazing one. Yeah. I did want more of that. I liked... When I saw that cat introduced, I was like, he's going to save that cat. I just know it. And he did. He literally. That's true. It is a screenwriting term. Save the cat. Sid Field. Yeah. And Spider-Man literally saves the cat. You you write that in a script to be like, I saved the cat. Get it? You know he's a good guy. <laughs> Can we I, talk about how great Hannibal Burris was with like four lines of that dialogue? That was so funny. Fucking awesome! He's like that. a war criminal or something. Whatever. <laughs> I got it. Like, like them, them. <laughs> all so... the casting in that movie was like my favorite side characters in the best comedies on television. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Martin Star was in it. Worse, Martin, Martin Star. Star was so funny. Martha from Bra- Baskets. If you had not seen Baskets, yeah. she's fucking hilarious on that yeah. show. She's the uh, tour guide in the Washington Monument, which someone mm-hmm. had just commented about the sleigh. Yeah, the other thing that I, was so uh, great. That like eh. <laughs> the other thing um, I have to call attention to is uh, I'm just kind of sick of movies being like, oh, this is the song we use for this kind of a scene yeah. it's just like they're going to the country we're gonna go we're gonna the country. country just so you know where yeah. we're going just yeah. like okay play that for yeah. 20 seconds and I then was... uh, Blitzkrieg Bob of course I'm like do you have to use so, this song my big problem with that is because everybody knows there's two popular Spider-Man themes. Ramones One of them is did, the Ramones. Ramones famously did a Spider-Man cover. Yeah. Uh, if it, oh, but, yeah, yeah. But, but the Blitzkrieg Bop, I'll give it this plus. Unlike mm-hmm. Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. they didn't mute, shoot him in the back. Yeah. They kept in that line. And, and that I, end credit sequence was one of my favorite things that I'd oh, that ever seen. Oh, that was cool. Seen. I was like, I thought that was uh, gorgeous. make a movie like this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but Doc Con brings up a good point. What <laughs> I really liked was <laughs> he said, like, I don't want to give up ground level stuff. <laughs> it was very ground level. <laughs> he... His big save at the end is major. Like, he stops the plane from crashing. Mm -hmm. But that's what Thor would have done in the opening. Like, he's... In the beginning, he's eating a sandwich and saving a bike. He would have flicked a bolt of lightning and and taken a plane down. And that's that's the wonderful and weird difference in the... 
Marvel Comics and the cinematic universe, Marvel Comics started out like every power is the result of like the atomic age or space. Mm-hmm. And everything here is the result of technology or, which I'm kind of tired of, the not, what are they called? God damn it, the Chitari. Oh, the Chitari, yeah. Like, that, that tech is it's that's, all, in every Netflix show. That is the, every, that is the whole premise yes. of Luke Cage. So you know yeah. those people are not talking. Making yeah, you know wep- making weapons, so right. making weapons. Copperhead got yes. the same idea that Vulture did. Yeah, it's like the same deal. and like how like <laughs> there was a second Avengers movie. How long can we see this fallout of the first Avengers movie? It sounds like a contract was signed that like you can take stuff of the first Avengers movie, but they did have the Ultron head. That mm-hmm. was cute. They had little mm-hmm. stuff from the other. They did, movies. and I, I do wonder because that character created for Tony Stark's Department of Damage Control. Seemed way too important to appear in so few scenes, so I have, that that'll probably be a character we see. Again. Well, there was supposed there was talk of a damage control TV show, but mm-hmm. I don't think it happened partially because basically DC did that this year and it got canceled. But I want to talk about that costume. I wore the shirt out of all my Spider-Man shirts oh. because I thought that the Amazing Two suit was the best one ever, mm-hmm. and I love the giant eyes, but this made the smaller eyes work so much better. And though it wasn't ripped straight from the page mm-hmm. it felt like the it felt the most true to the spirit of the Spider-Man yeah. costume yeah. I've ever seen it wasn't uh, afraid to be colorful it yeah. was so colorful I it, love that I think it, it took Deadpool to like mm-hmm. Deadpool's like yeah my eyes just move go fuck yeah. yourself I did really like, like yeah. that how his it, eyes move and well, so once once no people stop questioning it's just like yeah Spider-Man's well, eyes well I could Don't get the idea it. that like those the lenses on there are attached to his eyes so what his even eyes his do shitty goggles it. do it Yes, and like, I get it. It's dumb, but I liked it. I love it, it I, but I think that's that's the point. I love yeah. seeing that on screen. And it's it's the best Spider-Man I've seen on screen because the third Spider-Man tried, uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man tried to make the compromise of like, when you watch one and two, it is just, you're watching a CG cartoon. Mm-hmm. And they have to rip Tobey Maguire's mask off to let you know there is a human inside this costume because it really doesn't look like it because the camera's just unleashed. Yeah. And, the, and every scene in it is like Spider-Man fucking up, I love well, well, you, oh well sorry you, you finished that thought um, I just saw another easter egg I was shocked by Jordan says Peter's principle was yeah. so clearly supposed to be something but even I didn't match it but he's oh, saying yeah. that he is the grandson of, son of one of the howling commandos wow. who were the, who worked for Cap in the first of, in the first Cap movie there was a black and white picture of some army dude the same in his actor. Office, Look, which yeah. was the same guy it's the same yeah. actor which he should say like oh I look just like my grandfather That's here's a list of people it. you can have uh, yes. Iron Man Captain America and <laughs> so you uh, you guys are Spider-Man <laughs> experts <laughs> uh, I'll, I, you know you're supposed to identify with him because mm-hmm. he's like a teenager or whatever mm-hmm. and we're all man babies but uh, is he also the smartest kid in the school and other Spider-Man yes. things? Yeah, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, what's one thing that he's the most fucking shredded ass high schooler I've ever That's seen? That's from the, the spider, spider bite. From the I know, spider I know. Okay. I know, but he's also got to be the smartest kid in school? But that's, yes. that's like, it, it, I don't yeah. like him. What I was just praising about the origin story not being there is that he was a schlubby smart dude that nobody liked. Mm, and then yes. he's he gets he does get to have I the best of both. make him kind worlds. of a dope. What that's I like, my advice. It should have been Martin Starr in that album. Well, speaking of his shreddedness, I loved that I I love that Aunt May probably Jennifer Conley was the voice of Karen. Sorry. Yeah, I'm shocked to read that. The Jennifer that. Betty from Ang- the Ang Lee Hulk movie, yeah. which is technically MCU. Huh? And the wife of Vision, Paul Bentley. But uh, but but anyway, that abs. scene of, of Aunt May, she opens the door. In another movie, Aunt May opening the door of Spider-Man and his uh, Peter Parker in his underwear with his best friend. I really thought that was something. I thought I, a gay yeah. joke was coming, yeah. but the gay, I think the joke was that she's just like, 
Look, if you were fucking your friend, I don't care. But maybe put some clothes on for dinner. Like she, she, you could. I was like, really what joke is it going to be? Is it going to be progressive? She just say, use protection, boys. Yeah, um, I thought no. she. Well, and, I love that Aunt May. The casting of Aunt May was really good. I yeah. at first was questionable, and I love Marissa Tomei. Mm-hmm. I always have, but. Aunt May is an 80-year-old woman, or had been since 1962. I swear to Christ, they are doing their best to unsexify Marissa Tomei. Because but, she's but they a had to accept lady. it. They're like, everybody has to call her hot and yeah. talk about how hot she is. But, <laughs> but I like that she was a former 80s party girl. That like She was just like, I know what it was like being a party girl. I did have fun like I had fun. It was not Aunt May worrying. And then that, that last thing of her finding out he's Spider-Man is like, oh, this really will change things from... From the classic, the other movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Peter uh, Peter did graduate as valedictorian, says Golga Writer. But, yes. he, but he fucking earned it as Aunt May had to serve him wheat cakes and paid yeah. rent with a side So job. this, I actually, Bob, you're very <laughs> wrong about that too. Uh, because <laughs> No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Spider-Man is supposed to be a genius. Or he's supposed to be a geek. Well, uh, they didn't really show it in the movie. He's no, but sort of it's, one like of those things, it's one of those things I just don't want to see again. He didn't need to be the best guy on the on the map. Yeah, that's like what I did like, like. We had two really movies in less that. than ten years of him starting out with glasses but, okay. and getting his books dumped. No, so right, that's, right. no, no, no. So he gets his glasses and, and books dumped. He has a super dork for like 15 minutes as mm. Tobey Maguire. Then he's not. Mm-hmm. But then in Amazing, they're like... Uh, maybe he's kind of a dork, but actually he doesn't know anything about math. If he doesn't know anything about science, he rides a skateboard. Mm-hmm. He takes vintage photographs, and like he had a fucking skateboarding montage in, in Amazing. So, it's the power as, of love. As somebody who was a who was pulled to Spider Man because in the original comics. Spider-Man was a dork with glasses and brown hair. Huh, yeah. I want Spider-Man to be a big-ass geek in these movies. Yeah. Like, that is that is my appeal to Spider-Man. And Shinobu, I really like what he says. What I really like what they did with MJ's characterization. Gave her depth yeah. beyond being the hot tro- a model trophy wife. She was I funny. MJ has her first bird flip in the MCU. I love that, yes. Can't do that with Disney. I love that she gave them the bird. I was just like, whoa, that's, <laughs> that was shocking. And... And yeah, the and I right when she did it, I'm like, I can't wait for them to reveal she's MJ. I see this yeah, coming. I mean, but that she wasn't MJ has always been like the sex pot. Well, there wasn't an MJ in the Amazing movies, though they cast Shailene Woodley uh, to be it, but they then cut her out of it. Angel mm. Tree says, "Can we talk about that post credit cap role? I cannot believe the role they that paid Chris the Evans greatest. to do. I Patience. That they <laughs> so got good. Chris Evans. I'm like, look, Chris Evans, put on your old costume." Talk in front of a green screen for ten minutes, then you're out. We'll give you a million dollars. Just get, and then and then they reuse it like him turning the chair around and like the real thing is to follow the rules. Like that was so fucking funny. I, Chris Evans knows what he's doing. Feel I like how it. they kind of punished you for staying. Just like, yeah. well, you're patient. Congratulations, it's a virtue. Yeah. You got we'll nothing. Show you nothing. Yeah. Deadpool had Deadpool's. Did you see Deadpool's? No, it's just it's the Ferris Bueller. It's one. Ferris Bueller. It's him in the okay. Ferris Bueller robe. I'm like, but then he's still says, doing like, here. Oh, and in the next movie's cable. But there's okay. Ferris Bueller references in this movie too. Yes, yeah. The Ferris Bueller run was great. The I liked. They made the Vulture a good film that level villain. Redi- but I, I couldn't tell if I loved that run that reference to Ferris Bueller because I'm like, this is a Ferris Bueller reference, and then he jumps over a fence. And somebody is watching Ferris Bueller outside oh, in a yeah. widescreen TV yes. next to a pool. I, I think they just, they should have used the music, which you said they did use they did, in, in the, the commercials. commercials. <laughs> that would have been enough. And if you were smart enough or knowledgeable enough to get it, you would have gotten it. But having the movie in the background saying, this is what's happening. This is the reference. Yeah, it's, I it's know. a little too family Well, kids don't know it, man. Well, guess what? They can know it when they're older and yeah. they'll appreciate it like I do. It's the former president's favorite movie. <laughs> uh, here was another thing George I really... W. Bush loves Ferris Bueller. Well, he and kind of is that guy. Here was another thing I really... <laughs> liked in the beginning of a movie of a thing they never did in other Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. When he first puts on the costume, it is an uninterrupted shot of him 
taking his clothes off and putting the costume mm-hmm. on because the secret in the other Spider-Man movies was he could never actually put on that costume in real mm-hmm. life. It would never work, so they just have to like cut away. He couldn't even make that costume in real life. Awkward so. Loser has a good point. Uh, how did the two henchmen walk around the high school uh, undetected? Yeah. I, I was sort of curious about that. Why, did, happy, why did you have to meet them in the middle school yeah, bathroom? At least what, one scene. It is him. high school, but when a, school. Yes, when a 50-year-old man in a suit is with hanging a, out wearing in a, a gun. Wearing a gun, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was very strange. You can get away with a lot when your name is Happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he probably just flashed his shield badge, just like, fuck off, I could murder oh. you right now. I met the henchman. I think he would have more clearance. Oh, yeah. The henchmen well, were packing heat. The hench- Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the henchmen looked like they were supposed to be there, mm-hmm. I guess. But uh, it was cool that we sort of got the shocker, but the shocker is a joke. He should just be like a one-scene enemy. And, yeah, I, I want Donald Glover to be Prowler. I really do. That would be awesome. But uh, And yeah. I, I, I have, I'm of two minds of the... Final fight. I mm-hmm. it's dark CG, which I hate. Yeah, but it's mm. Bob. Have you seen the other amazing movies? It's like actor puts on a suit and then we watch a cartoon for like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. And and this was like, oh, this feels like it has weight. You feel Peter Parker like hurts his back or like people. He, he hits wrong. Like when, uh, he, when he's when he's thrown onto stuff, he's not totally graceful. The camera isn't flying all around. There was yeah. gravity and heft to that finale. That finale that yeah. I thought was just. Somehow a little better than any other Sony movie also, so far. Also, I was sure they were going to take the easiest the easiest out of, uh, and then Vulture accidentally explodes mm-hmm. himself. Death by his own yeah. hubris. And Spider-Man saves him. Mm-hmm. I, I was happy I really, that happened. That was a good That was uh, really, yeah. it would have been so easy to just let are him they, die. Daniel Treese wants to know, are they setting up for a Sinister Six movie? They <laughs> were. It was so fucking ham-fisted. <laughs> oh, man. I was just thinking about Amazing 2 today. But yeah, the, the best Spider-Man fight scene to me is still the Dr. Octopus train ride. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the best ever in Spider-Man 2. I'm dying to rewatch 2. I haven't seen it in I, years. But I feel like I'll watch a lot of 2 and be like, speed the shit up let's get but in this mm. they didn't uh, feel like john anything. can we talk about the expert tone shift during the car ride that was a beautiful that was really scene. good Is yeah that the car ride with michael keaton yeah yes. that's yeah. my favorite scene in the entire movie and then when the light turns red and his face lights yeah, up red his face yeah. lights it's really it's really clever I and like then when it. he's like no, no turn on the charm green light yeah, green light. It was that was I don't know. That was that was nice. It was a good way to figure out a secret identity. And that, I, that's I what would, both the Sony films and Marvel films don't do shit yeah. like that. Like mm-hmm. little moments like that. I would have been. I I would be a hypocrite if I didn't say I'd always complain about Spidey having unmasked fights. And the mm-hmm. end of the movie is a mask-free fight, mm-hmm. but barely. It's the last two minutes. He's the last person with a secret identity in the MCU. Now that he's a yeah. part of it. And I love that. I was sure he was going to accept that Iron Spider suit, so mm-hmm. he'd be on the Avengers for an. Infinity War because that's the next movie Spider-Man's going to be in. And also making this an Iron Man film... Fucking get Gwyneth Paltrow shows up. She wasn't in Civil War. They implied in, Civil, in Civil War they War. broke up, and now she came back for this. Was she in Age of well, Ultron? Yeah, uh, no, no, she was not. In Age- well, Goop is failing. Yeah, <laughs> you can only sell so many eggs you put in your vagina. Oh God, Goop! Why must you remind me? Of Goop? Um, well, that's, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw her on the screen. Like, that's the Goop lady. Uh, <laughs> remember when Paul Giamatti was an amazing too? What was that? Oh, uh, you Jesus. saw it on the trailers. You don't None have to of watch that the happened. Movie. Tony threw it in the garbage, and I. <laughs> All hail the new MCU Spider-Man. I'm up for... It's, I hope they they own Tom Holland for the next 15 years. That's, he makes that's the scary spiders. thing. This is allegedly a two-picture deal. For MCU connection, and then the third Spider-Man movie well, it could be just made without so, without Marvel. That's, I that's hope fine. Sony is just like, no, okay, let's make the, a new deal. You can do that occasionally. The Guardians exist in a land without 
uh, yeah. other Marvel characters. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know. I did because I, th- I thought from the looks of the trailers, I thought was Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in the movie. I thought they meant he was going to be in the movie the same way Scarlett Johansson is in Winter Soldier, as in the fucking co-star. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and he was not. He popped yeah. up. Yes, Jiminy Cricket. Like, did you, you did know a bad thing, Pete? This is some bullshit about those movies hmm. t- about the trailers. Remember that awesome shot in the trailer of Spider-Man mm-hmm. swinging next to Iron Man? Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Did you ever see that in there? I was waiting for uh-huh. it. I, was... I, I read a whole article about mm-hmm. it yesterday of just them admitting, like, oh, yeah, it's a lie. We just made up that thing. People <laughs> wanted to see it, so we put it in the trailer. Yeah, if you want to see that scene, watch the trailer. It's free. It was less than one second of special <laughs> effects, so it wasn't like a major yeah, lie. Yeah, I know, but, but they but, know what we expected but from seeing that But seeing that, that like, when I saw him fall in the water at night I'm like well this isn't going to lead to that scene mm. so Iron Man's not going to rescue him I don't I kept I kept waiting for that scene to happen that's my fault watching yeah. trailers over and over um, uh, but yeah I again thumbs up Spy- I, uh, we, we don't want to go too much longer but yeah thumbs yeah. up to Spider-Man Homecoming I really liked it Bob it's his my favorite, favorite Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie, movie. yeah, yeah. yeah he was right. the red guy right yeah. I liked him he was before the my guy. tits get too sweaty that's something only for the video audience <laughs> um Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, we love to do these things, so let us know if you want to see this for more movies. I want to do it with Planet of the Apes, but I doubt anybody else will, and I'm not going to push it. Uh, but we do have a Monday Night Movie next weekend, which is uh, the Simpsons movie. Yeah, with yeah. These two. I know a lot about that, actually. There you go. That's one thing I know about uh, the Simpsons. So if you've enjoyed this, uh, get 6 p.m. Pacific, Monday. Be here with a copy of the Simpsons movie, and we shall watch it together, or just join our Patreon, patreon.com slash lasertime. You guys got a plug you want to get out? Well, you, well, you will also see the commentary yeah. on our Patreon, uh, Talking Simpsons, patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons, right, Bob? Along with like 3,000 other things you get for signing up. Lots of podcasts. There's a video there. There'll be more videos in the future. Lots of great stuff. If you love The Simpsons, you'll like what we do with it. I think so. But our Patreon... If it can be salvaged, Henry, I'm not trying to compete, guys, yeah. but I just it, it's a good way to plug this Spider-Man commentary that Henry and I did Yes, yeah. for an old-ass episode of Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, which just so happens to be the the X-Men's first ever animated, animated appearance, appearance yeah. and it's ridiculous and lovely. Oh. It's old. Uh, again, if you can see this, see it at an Alamo Draft House because they have an awesome sizzle up up front. The Joker, the the vultures oh a dick. Oh my god! Yeah, get there um, early if you can go to Alamo Draft House. I wish I had gone. We'd even got there like a couple five minutes yeah, earlier. I enjoyed the uh, bad cartoon. Watch Turkish <laughs> Spider Man tear someone's eyes out with gerbils. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I got to tell Bob like, oh, this is a commercial for food. Like about oh. that. I was like, oh, I like. The, remember that Spider Man spot? Actually, oh, right, I, right, I, right. I just want a banana. <laughs> like that. Look it up. Spider Man banana commercial. It's a great. Right, guys, bananas. We have been lasered time uh tell a friend listen to the show we're gonna we got more spider-man for you even if you just oh man to this monday's part. episode i got something ready for you guys all right guys peace out Let's go. The